Welcome to episode 135 of In Touch with iOS, a podcast that talks about iPhone, iPad, Apple Watch, Apple TV, and related technologies. I am your host, Dave Ginsberg, and my co-host, Warren Sklar, is here. How are you doing, Warren? I am uh, good. I am watching the snow and waiting for the Super Bowl today. Since yeah, we're we, uh, re- recording on a Sunday today. I Another Sunday recording here as we record this uh, on Super Sunday. And uh, yeah, I had a bit of... Uh, challenges at work this past week so we kind of had a messed up schedule here for for last for thursday so figured out we can't miss an episode so we uh we decided to br- much going on come out here yeah a lot going on yeah now it's quiet down a little bit so i can i can go back to have some more fun talking about technology oh, a so. lot going a lot going on in the uh in the apple world this week oh yeah all kinds of stuff uh beta and uh on new features on, uh, and all kinds of other stuff so yeah it's just crazy so but so let's just just go ahead and dig in we got the news and we got um beta to talk about and uh i thought we we would uh you got a new apple watch we'll talk about that a little bit as well as uh, i thought we we would revisit uh apple one bundle here a couple four months later see uh where where people are at on that a couple tips here so uh let's uh Let's go in and uh, dig into the news here. And Mac Rumors, of course, our favorite source uh, for news here. And first story was Apple TV Plus sees a record weekend viewership with the movie Palmer. And uh, it was uh, it's, its most watched weekend since it launched, according to an information company, Insiders, uh, with Variety Magazine. With the release of Justin Timberlake's movie Palmer on Friday, the, this was on the end of January, January 29th. So it saw a 33% increase over average viewer numbers. Um, and got other stuff like the, the new seasons of um, M. Night uh, Shyamalan's uh, sh- uh, show Servant and uh, Dickinson has been popular as well. But uh, I must I must say this was a, pr- a pretty incredible movie. I thought uh, I saw it um, uh, when, it, when it came out. Uh, uh, that young the young boy that's in there, I forget his name. Uh, oh, Juno Tempo is in there. She was from um, she she of course is from Ted Lasso and uh, Ryder Allen, nine years old, this kid, and he was just absolutely amazing. So, uh, did you did you see the movie? Yeah, I did. My wife and I watched it uh, the day it came out. And your wife might have teared might have teared up a few times. I bet. Um, she she is a Justin Timberlake uh, fan, uh, to say ah, the least. Okay. I wouldn't say super fan. She's a Bon Jovi super fan, but she likes Justin Timberlake. Yeah. And um, yeah, I mean, it was. It was good. It was a good movie. It was entertaining. It was, uh, you know, it was. It, it had a it had a good story and um, you know, pretty Apple like. And it was cool. You know, cool seeing the girl from Ted Lasso playing a completely different role and losing oh, yeah, the British it was totally and, different. <laughs> lo- losing the British <laughs> no spoilers. Accent, yeah, losing the British accent was the most uh, interesting part of that too. She uh, she pegged down the American accent. I it guess seem, it seems like that the, there's there's British actors that seem to, uh, to do a good job of losing their accents. I know yeah. I watch uh, Chicago Fire on NBC and there's a number of actors. I think the, two of them are from Australia and you wouldn't even know they got the Chicago accent down down pat. Uh, I'm guessing American accents. Yeah, I'm guessing American accents are easier to manipulate than the other way around. But, <laughs> yeah, the other uh, way around, yeah. yeah. So, so yeah, it was but, good. Uh, definitely a good show. Yeah, I definitely re- we highly recommend go check out that movie. I might even want to watch it again. It was just such a great movie to see. It, so it was, maybe not for the kids so much. It's got a little of the yeah. language in there and a little bit of the uh, of the yeah. Uh, it's I think other it's stuff in there. TV fourteen if, if I recall yeah. that was what the yeah. rating was something like. So you want to yeah you not, not not something with the young kids but yeah. uh, but uh, but uh, check it out. It was it was a good movie and I'm, and I'm glad to see that uh, that uh, Apple is. Uh, um, is doing really good with Apple TV with their content. So 
Um, next story, uh, this actually kind of is a Mac OS, but it's, it relates to HomePod. Um, uh, last week, uh, Apple, uh, released the first beta of, um, of Mac OS 11.3. So uh, that was updated to developers. I believe it's also with uh, public beta now among the features I, I was very interested in was the, the ability to being able to finally add a pair of home pods as default sound up, uh, input. It drove me absolutely crazy that I would want to go to my Mac. I'll, I, Hey, I want to listen to this and I can only do the left, uh, home pod or the right home pod. I can't listen to both in pair. So, uh, they finally came up uh, in, in Mac OS Big Sur 11.3 beta that uh, it now displays as a single option uh, for this. And, of course, my the one Mac Mini M1 I was trying to work do it with, I ended up having to uh, – doing a full uh, erase and, and restart because it, it was all messed up when I updated it to 11.3. So that's the world of beta, and that's also good because I have an extra machine to do that with. So Did, did you do uh, it? You, did you do it restore that uh – I tried restoring it. I tried, I tried restoring the M, my second M one and, uh, it, uh, it would not, the sound was a mess and system preferences would freeze. And oh, so okay. I just decided to do a boot nuke and pave boot and, uh, and pave and, uh, start it over. And it actually, it, it still had the, the recovery partition from, uh, the Mac OS, uh, the, um, the beta, the 11.3. So I didn't have to go to 11.2 and then go to 11.3. So, uh, but uh, what'd you think? You tried it out. Did, I tried did, it. What was um, it sounded like it would should. Uh, it was coming from the two speakers. It sounds like if you do it from your iPhone, um, it's basically the same thing. Um, yeah. If you click on you click and, and Big Sur now, you got to click on the switches on the very top there, and then you right. go into uh, into sound and you uh, click on your little AirPlay icon, and you'll see basically what you named the um, the pair listed as one of your options um in my case living room which encompasses right the two uh the two uh home pods i have yep um only thing i found was there was as as typical with using bluetooth speakers on the mac is the delay i mean i would go like a youtube page and if i would play a youtube yeah. uh, video that it, it, it would be completely out of sync but i did i did experience it though actually in in some <laughs> cases where it was playing both speakers were off, so it wasn't in sync. So it was playing through both speakers, but so I, had, I didn't. I, I didn't touch I, I, very I, long, but yeah, I, I could believe. I, it. I would not. I was, and I was not surprised at being beta that uh, it's probably they they got some uh, some work to do. So, but uh, again, those who don't use beta, you'll it'll, it'll be this will be coming soon. So uh, uh, something to look forward to with the HomePod. So HomePod sales uh, are kind of boom. Yes, Everybody they are. Buying that extra speaker now so they could do that. Uh, get two, get two HomePod minis. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, next story again: Mac rumors. Uh, Shazam uh, uh, for the iPhone gains a home screen widget in its latest up- update. Of course, Shazam is owned by Apple. They bought it a few years ago. This is version fourteen four for for, for Shazam, and it was released uh, this past week, and. Uh, uh, the latest update update brings a new widget to the iPhone home screen where you can uh, see your recent song history at a glance. Um, and, and it's got all three sizes available, the small square, the medium, medium square, or if you want the large square in the widget. Um, uh, and if you're a big Shazam user, this is, uh, you know, already they've added the Shazam feature in, um, in, in the, uh, Control center where you can have you can turn it on and actually it could be least listening. So, Apple's really starting to do be, do smart things and integrate uh, Shazam into, into into the OS more and more. Uh, have you uh, have you tried this? I'm not a big Shazammer. I don't. No? I don't okay. seem to find music. I need to know the name of. 
if I don't know the name of it and, and it's most likely I don't like it. So, <laughs> yeah. Well, Shazam has been around for, um, for a long time. I mean, yeah. I remember it was like one of the first apps I downloaded when I first got my iPhone long years and years ago. Oh, the novelty um, was great. Yeah. 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 Um, so, but Apple, I think was smart buying it cause it's a, it's definitely a different, uh, uh, it's definitely a different, uh, way of uh, doing things with music but they also they track of course you're gonna be tracking what you listen to and all that fun stuff so uh but uh, but sometimes people like that because it has it, it, it does create a list of all things that you asked what's the to listen to and then you can go back and listen to it later so and of course it links right to apple music so yeah uh, it works out really well so um next story this is in uh, apple insider actually microsoft takes on keychain with an autofill feature on ios and mac os Microsoft is taking an, uh, taking on Apple's keychain. Well, I think anything can take on Apple's keychain, honestly, um, by uh, bringing in its autofill system of password storage synchronization to iOS in a form of an update to the Microsoft Authenticator app uh, and a uh, Google Chrome extension on the Mac. Um, so uh, the autofill is similar in concept as keychain with many other password managers um, on the market. So if it can store and automatically insert account credentials for various apps, services, and et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Um, I use Microsoft Authenticator for work because uh, we we use that uh, for authentication for our for our passwords when they have to be reset. So I think this is a good thing. I like I like to see things uh, continue on. There's so many authenticators out there, Google and others. Um, uh, do you use the Microsoft Authenticator app? I to use it for work. Uh, I have to get Microsoft Authenticator. Sound like also, me? Okay. Yeah, and I also have Gmail Authenticator for a different job I consult out for here now. Uh, sure. And for my personal stuff, so whenever I sign into a new device on on either Microsoft or Google, it will prompt me and uh, give me a key or a token. Now you use that. Um, but as far as the uh, the password manager, yeah, you, you know the other story. I don't know if it's listed there, but Apple is releasing their version of uh, iCloud password manager for Chrome on Windows, which is a similar concept. And um, you know, like uh, I told you. Um, I told you a little closer. Uh, I told you a little closer. I told you um, that I switched over to uh, LastPass not that long ago. Yeah, yeah, we talked about that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And you use uh, you use the other one, password one. I use one one password. One I've been password. one password user for a long time. So you know, it's a, it's a subscription. Um, you know, I'm wondering if you know eventually with the things Apple and Microsoft are doing, is it you know kind of over? You know, is is it going to Sherlock these? paid services if they get really good at it so very possible it's been talked about for years i know there was rumors about maybe apple even considering buying one password at some one point uh, that obviously never came to be so right. uh but uh it this definitely is a market that's huge um with is with info security as big as it is these days um i would not be at all surprised and a lot of authenticator apps out there so and they're gonna be i mean but even with last pass and any of these it Forced me to really go in and change a lot of my weak passwords. It really tells you what well, is weak. It does. And yeah. all browsers do that now. It's not just, you know, the paid things, but, you know, if you go to, you know, Safari, Safari definitely does it. Uh, Chrome does it. Edge does it. A whole bunch of them will tell you that these passwords are been used or compromised or they're weak or they're repeated. So, you know, that's basically what they want you to create a complex password. And they know people are stupid and they don't well, remember these passwords. So this is why you got these apps coming out from Microsoft and yeah, Apple. Absolutely. 
Yep. I mean, one password even has a watchtower, which actually gives you reports every time you open it and tells you, is there a vulnerability at that specific site? Is there, um, uh, do you have a repeat, re- repeated password? Is this password been listed and as a, uh, on one of those sites that get, gets passwords? So it's, yeah, that's what's one of the good things about having these managers, uh, in, in, in essence. Yeah, like I said, I think it'd be interesting to see with my, what Microsoft does with this, if they go beyond just an authenticator, um, could they do password management too? So yeah, yeah. it's going to be interesting. Um, and then the last story we got this week, um, I wanted to make sure we brought this up. This actually just was uh, posted to today as we record this. Uh, medical doctors are underlying potential risk of iPhone 12 interference with pacemakers. Um, Apple did s- send off a warning that, that you need to keep the iPhone 12 away from cardiac devices due to electric magnetic interference that was future aligned by U.S. Ca- cardiologists in the, the past week's new report. Uh, Apple iPhones 12 series include an array of magnets that help align the phone on Apple's uh, MagSafe charging accessory to maximize charging. And Apple already advises users that implanted pacemakers and defibrillators to keep the iPhone and MagSafe accessories a safe distance away. Um, they even tested the, the extent of this risk, and so they, they had confirmed that uh, it could it could potentially cause a problem. Uh, what do you think of this? Yeah, it came out that that news came out and then it went away and then it came back. I guess they they yeah. they want to double down on this. Um, yeah, I mean, I, I think if you have these devices, you know, there's a lot of things that could cause this. Uh, you know, I've seen signs saying this could infer your pacemaker. So, you know, magnets are magnets. Um, yeah, just be careful. Yeah, for sure. So. All right, let's uh, move on to the topics. Um, first topic I want, this is more of a, a, a PSA reminder here. If you haven't already, I, and, and I'm sure Warren will join me with this, please make sure you've updated your uh, iPhone and iPads to iOS and iPadOS 14.4. It does have three pretty serious security flaws uh, that are uh, out there. Uh, I think we uh, we did mention it last week. You definitely want to make sure that you've you've updated it because uh, uh, you don't want you to have any vulnerabilities that are opened up that Apple really did confirm uh, that uh, would not, would you not agree with that, uh, that statement? Yeah. Uh, if, if not that, if not beta, then go with the latest update. That's what I always say. Right. But most don't go beta. No. <laughs> Unlike you. No. <laughs> um, so speaking of beta, let's go ahead and move on to beta this week. Um, uh, iOS uh, 14.5 beta one uh, came out this, this past week. And uh, so you're excited. The big announcement, and then that's been all over the, the news and long time coming here is the ability of being able to unlock your iPhone with face ID while wearing a mask. And what it does is it uses your Apple watch. The Apple, it senses that you have your Apple watch on your wrist and um, it uh, will unlock uh, your iPhone. And uh, we're going to talk about you and your experience with the Apple watch here just a second here after this, but uh, when, when it did work, it, did, it works good for you, right? Um, yeah, um, it works great. Basically, um, if you're wearing a mask, you look at the phone, it takes about a second, if that. Um, you look at it, and basically your watch will give you haptic feedback saying that it's unlocked, and it's unlocked. Yep. And it, it works every time. Um, so it, it works well. I mean, you know, I, you know, people are a little concerned about the security because it's not really seeing your full face, but... You know, it has to see partial your your partial face, and your watch has to be on your wrist and unlocked. So, the odds odds are pretty good that it's going to be you. Pretty good. Now, one caveat, and I actually we were as we were listening to Mac Egab and Dave Hamilton this uh, this past week. uh, 
Dave did mention that he tried it, that, that of course it's, uh, it's not going to unlock things like your, your Apple card and like the wallet and those kind of more secure things. Cause it, that flat out was going to require that it sees your face when it's unlocking those, uh, especially when you're paying for something or using the passcode, of course. I think um, eventually, I think if this, you know, continues, it, it might do that eventually. Um, you know, a lot of people are saying, Oh, you can't do Apple pay with it. I'm like, but you're wearing the watch. So you have the watch, yeah. use the watch for Apple pay. Yeah. Well, I, I would, if they can come up with a good secure way that, that satisfies the, the security of that, I would not be at all surprised. Um, so the way to go in and actually turn this on and we're going to, we have a n- numerous uh, links I've put in the show notes for Mac rumors that does has done some really good coverage here, but uh, specifically how to turn on the Apple watch uh, unlocking, you go into this under settings and then under face ID and passcode. And then um, in there, there's going to be a, a, a setting to turn on and unlock the Apple uh, with uh, Apple Watch. And you can turn that on. Uh, and then if you look at the Apple Watch when it occurs, um, it's going to actually show on your watch that uh, uh, that uh, we that that you uh, are going to be able to uh, unlock with the Apple Watch. And, uh, and away you go. So. Um, and as it says, as we just mentioned, it's, it, it cannot be used for Apple Pay or the, any App Store purchases. That's another thing uh, that didn't mention uh, that uh, it won't uh, work at this time. Still needs a full Face ID scan. Um, other feature is dual SIM uh, 5G support. Uh, if, uh, as as most of you know, uh, the iPhones all have what's called an eSIM electronic sim that's built into the phone so you use that and that's what i use as my primary sim in my iphone 12 pro max uh, but if those of you who want to be able to have the capability of, of adding a second line because you know some business folks out there do um require to have a second line and 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 crazy enough they carry around two and three phones uh to to do that but of course we're not traveling much lately but uh this now has the capability of um now putting in a second sim and it'll also be 5g on that line as well so do you is your uh, do you get your iphone is that is that set for the e-sim on your phone no i still have the uh the normal sim i've used um have i used the e-sim uh while traveling I did use the eSIM while traveling, not with the the twelve, but I think with my eleven when I went when when we were able to gotcha. travel. Um, yeah, but, I've been. Yeah, I've been making sure to keep it uh, on the eSIM, so then I have that slot open just in case. Yeah. Um, and then uh, other things that were added was AirPlay two for Fitness Plus, which is a which is a good which good news uh, that that'll be coming in fourteen point five for the iPad and uh, and in Watch OS seven point four. Uh, it'll be enabling AirPlay 2 support for Apple Fitness Plus, allowing you, the subscribers to AirPlay their workouts to a compatible AirPlay 2 enabled smart TV or set top box. Uh, so the workouts can be now be put on a big screen without you having to have an Apple TV. If you don't have one, you can now uh, put it on your big screen through your smart TV that has Air, AirPlay 2 support. So have you, have you tried that at all? I have still not tried the fitness app yet. So. You have stuff. Well, we'll talk about that in the bundle here. We'll talk about that here. Um, uh, nor have I. Uh, expanded controller supports. Now with 14.5, you now can use the latest PlayStation 5 DualSense and Xbox Series X controllers with the iPhone and the iPad. And it's more than likely that 
Apple TV will support the new controllers with their uh, the TV OS 14.5 update as well. Uh, other thing that was uh, also seen through some code that's in 14.5, but nothing really officially was mentioned, the fact that your Apple uh, that Apple will add a new feature that allow multiple people to use the same Apple Card account, which will let family members share a single card. Um, the main Apple Card account holder will then be able to invite family le- members to use the Apple Card account. Hey, what a concept! They've been doing family sharing for who, how long now? <laughs> uh, and and not not to have uh, you know two two accounts. I mean, my wife and I both have Apple Cards. Uh, maybe it might, might be might not be a bad thing because she's making purchases, I'm making purchases. Don't have to see what we're doing, right? Uh, so my I wasn't going to go there, but uh, yeah, that's okay. It. I don't mind. I've been thinking that's it. okay. <laughs> I'm like, I, I don't mind is, at all. This so. is one feature I'm not going to use, this sharing thing. Yeah, I'm going to say I probably do the same thing. <laughs> right. <laughs> unless, I, I, unless I accidentally, you know, I, I give it to her and she doesn't know and I just get the uh, the, 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 the 2% cash back and she doesn't know about it. But, yeah, there you yeah. go. <laughs> um, so it's in the code, but nothing has been set live as of yet uh, in, in beta. So um, uh, Siri emergency calls. Um, they, they, another, another feature is say, saying that iOS 14.5, it's kind of a feature allow, um, S lady to call emergency services with a, Hey, S lady call emergency command. Uh, it, uh, this appears to also work in earlier versions of iOS. So it might be just a server side change. So that's going to uh, make it, uh, available. Then of course, uh, security privacy is, is going to be a big thing in iOS 14.5. Uh, developers will need to ask and receive user's permission to access random advertising uh, identifier, which is used to track um, activity across apps, across websites. Um, they show example like uh, MBA and Reuters is in the picture here uh, that you can turn on those apps and do you want them to allow the track? Uh, yes or no. And you can turn it off. Um, that's always, that's of course been such a major debate. Um, it also has a pop-up that when the app first opens I'll, to ask you allow or not allow to track uh, companies, apps and websites on there as well. So uh, have you looked at, has that, have you, has, have you tried that at all? I haven't, I haven't seen it. I haven't actively seen it yet. So um, okay. I guess and I'll need to install an app that I haven't already installed. Maybe. Right. I'm sure how that comes up. Yeah. Well, there's two apps right there as the examples, NBA and Reuters. You could try those two. <laughs> yeah. Well, I've seen the screenshots. I know what it's going to look like. So. Yeah. 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 So, and then uh, the podcast app had some minor design changes uh, that oh, were made. I don't uh, like them. I kind of, you, you don't like them. Okay. Yo, I don't. Tell us more. Um, well, it, it ties into my whole watch story, but I'll get to that. Um, I just don't like the layout of it. Uh, it, it, you know, it makes it harder to go to it and just, you know, play your list. I have a, I have a, um, a playlist and, and it was a lot easier just to start it. The buttons are a little more they're a little harder to push especially when you're driving mm-hmm. to to do podcasts they're smaller in some areas um it just doesn't it doesn't work as well as the old one did maybe i'll just have to get used to it like the muscle memory but um yeah. it's yeah. just sometimes i'll you know sometimes i'll uh go in my list and play a, a playlist and i'll hit you know mm-hmm. the second one out of five and this, the third one doesn't start playing after the second one so that could be a beta thing, but you know, it's just, I don't like the design so much either. I don't know. Not a fan. Okay. Yeah. I've never really been a big fan of Apple podcasts app at all. Cause I'm pocket cast is my, uh, my de facto uh, podcast uh, player of choice, but uh, right. I might change. But, you know, yeah. It's yeah, it, it, it's uh, definitely, 
an interesting way if they change things. They're kind of making it very similar to a lot of other apps they have. So um, the Reminders app now has an option to sort lists by due date, creation date, priority, or title. Plus, there's an option to print a reminder list. What a concept. Um, so you can actually send a, a, a checklist to a, to a printer if you actually want it on paper. I hope these days you want to keep it electronic, but you've got that option. You played around with that at all? I'm looking now. Select by, sort by, sort by. Yeah, print. It's all there. I never... Uh, yeah. I never uh, had the desire to do either, but now I can. Yeah, absolutely. And then uh, the News Plus app, which uh, we're both subscribers of, uh, now has a redesign uh, with a For You feature that makes it easier to get to the browser tab, as well as a new search feature, which is what a concept, finally, where you can actually go in the search tab and actually search for anything you're looking for in News Plus, just by uh, typing in it goes to channels, topics, or stories. Uh, and there's a button right at the bottom. Just tap search, and uh, I, I, I did try that, and that that was that, that seemed to work really well. So, anything on that? No, I haven't. I haven't looked at that yet. I mean, I look at the. I read the news app every night, and I have actually haven't noticed it. So, um, so no, I like you know. There's a topics app. I don't know if uh, topics area that uh, that mm-hmm. I have been following is where I go. So. That hasn't changed much. I have a following list in my news app, and I usually just go under technology, and that's what I do every night. So that's about it. Okay. And then the last thing was uh, nothing nothing of earth-shattering, but the fact now that the horizontal loading screen on the iPad is now uh, happening where the logo will actually show up horizontal. If you're, like, let's say you're using the Magic Keyboard and have it in horizontal mode, it would always be you know vertical, which was kind of weird yeah. for, <laughs> but, for all uh, those for all those people that reboot their ipads every day so yeah exactly so but and maybe the orientation will probably be a little will be a little better uh when it comes to that so um uh, as far as a watch os uh 7.4 uh don't see uh, other than the support of uh of the face id um was did you see anything that, no. that stands out i didn't think see anything no uh, seems, seems the same yeah, I put it on my. Uh, well, I'll get to it, but yeah, there's two people in my house now. That I have uh, this beta, and we haven't noticed anything. So, I think the same thing with TVOS. As as we always say, there's really <coughs> nothing going on with TVOS here. Nope. Um, other than the fact I I did I didn't put this in here that um, that uh, YouTube is pulling support for the Series Three um, Apple TVs. So. Those are slowly dying a slow death. Uh, it's almost better you have a, a fourth gen or the the 4K uh, the versions of the, the Apple TV at this point because um, I think not, you can't load any apps on there. They're preloaded no. on the Series 3. Um, you're you, probably going to be better off. Uh, if you need a ch- uh, cheaper Airplay device. Moving on. Yeah. If, you know, if, I still have a few laying around the house. Some are plugged in, some are. But if you ever need, like, if you have a TV that doesn't have Airplay, and, you know, you could use it so that you could put in, uh, you know, a guest room uh, for some content, I guess. But, yeah, they're, they're going away. Yeah, well, I've got one sitting in a box here. And plus, I've got two other Apple TV, the 4K version and then the fourth gen version. Uh, um, it, it, that, that, yeah, it, it's just not worth it anymore. I, I pulled it out like a couple weeks ago just to see it, and it's like, God, oh, this interface is horrible because <laughs> I'm so used to. <laughs> I haven't even the looked fourth. at it. Yeah, I haven't even looked in a while. I'm, I'm kind of remembering it now, though. Um, but the remote was a little better. Yeah, I just had that silver remote that didn't have as the, the touch 
but on its own. I'm still using that the function one on one remote mode that we I reviewed a while yeah, ago. Yeah. Uh, that it still works to, for you. It still works. Uh it uh it doesn't uh I still don't like the fact that you don't have the the the, the touch on it to move and, and of course the the S lady uh yeah, the ability. Yeah. So maybe you know, maybe someone will come up with another more fun, multifunction remote that they can add that, but probably will add to the cost too. Uh, oh. but uh yep. So those who have the series three, it's it's dying a slow death. R.I.P. Um, yes. So let's go ahead and move on to your ordeal. <laughs> so make, you had the you, you you had the series five watch before, right? I did. So and, I had the series and you, five, and you upgrade to and you upgrade to the series six. What uh, what prompted you to do that? And tell us uh, what happened. All right. So I'll make it as quick as possible. But no, take your time. <laughs> so I had so I had a series five, and then the beta you know came out with the Face ID and the Apple Watch, and I and I updated my phone and I updated my watch and I'm like, this is the best thing in the world. I love this. Um, especially, you know, my job, I work in uh, healthcare. So I'm always wearing uh, my mask and I'm always on my phone because I'm doing IT work. Um, so it, it's great. So I wanted this and this was, uh, this was um, you know, last week uh, when it dropped. So, so I, um, I was happy, but my podcast app was crashed. The new podcast app that's on the phone hmm what crash at the time I started playing a podcast. I'm like, well, that's not good. I kind of want to podcast too. So I, so I did what I always, I've done many, many times before. And basically I made a iCloud backup of my phone. Um, I wiped it and did a restore. And, um, you know, sometimes that, you know, fixes things like the the crashing. Um, And it did actually (laughs) fix the crashing on the uh, podcast. But what it did do is it broke the connection between my phone and my watch only in the setting that turns on the face ID for the watch. So, if, so if I go, you know, if, if I go into the watch app, everything sees everything. My watch could unlock my Mac, not a problem. My phone and my watch were paired in and every other method possible, except when you went to turn on the option to turn on face ID with the Apple watch, it said can't communicate with the watch. I've, uh, unpaired and repaired the phone, the watch. I reinstalled the phone OS like two more times. I reinstalled the watch OS. I did. Uh, um, I signed up iCloud on both devices because I read that could be it. That Bluetooth and all yeah. that connection. I did like everything I could think of to 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 pull this together. Yeah. And I know it's beta one, and I know probably next week it would be fixed anyways. So I wasn't. I was upset, but I knew you know probably by the next beta it would be fixed. I, I submitted a bug report. Uh, on it. I haven't heard anything about it, but then my, um, my, my son came to me, uh, uh, you know, unrelated. And he said, sometimes my, my, he has a series four, uh, 44 inch with the cell on it. That was that I gave to him. I handed him mm-hmm. down that, uh, when I got the five and he said, um, sometimes my watch doesn't uh, lose a c- connection with the phone, but not always. Um, he's like, I, I, you know, I should probably get a new one. I'm like, Hmm. How about this? How about I get the six? I'll give you my five. Just don't tell mom. And uh, he said, <laughs> he said, okay. Um, so I, uh, we went to do that. And um, for me, I, uh, of course, put my new brand new watch uh, six on the beta because I wanted that feature, which scared the hell out of me. But um, so I did that. And I, now I'm working perfectly. Since my watch was on the beta, and he was not on the beta program. I had to put his phone on the, the latest 
public beta so he could communicate with the watch. And that's kind of working so far. He has a uh, one app that's not working. So hopefully my plan is to get him off the betas when, you know, the beta and public meet again. Um, and then um, the only issue now is um, so Apple has a thing for heart month where they'll give you a little extra money for a trade-in. So I did the trade-in with Apple um, for the four that he had. So my only dilemma now is they're giving me 160 for it. I'm debating whether I should keep it as a spare just in case, you know, I want to use that as a beta thing um, in the future. So that's kind of where I'm at. And uh, it was just, you know, I guess if something's working in beta, uh, don't mess with it because it might stop working. I don't know how many times I've said that to you, but <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, but 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 you want to try it, and I don't blame you. I mean, but, I mean, but Dave I Hamilton try. says that he doesn't normally dive into beta, and he and he really wanted that feature. So and I did. So I'll tell you, friends. I went, the the, the Friday I went to work, and uh, yesterday my wife and I went to the, the mall for the first time in a while uh, that we wanted mm-hmm. to do. And this face unlock feature was just like you said, it's game changing. It's it is. It's it is. It it's is. just like being able to use my phone without pulling down my mask is uh, every time is, is just the way it should be. And that's why I think Apple's going to see this and they're going to allow this to happen on. Uh, I'm not sure about probably not Apple pay, because again, you can use your watch for that. Right. But so, you know, I have some apps that require face ID, like banking apps um, that I would, that I go into that I would love to uh, have that feature enabled for those as well. Well, that's the thing. I, I, you try it with banking apps. I'm sure that's not going to work. No, um, I, have to, I have to have. Yeah, it only oh. works unlocking the phone. That's it. It doesn't do anything. And that's else. it. Yeah. So, yeah, let's stress that, that that's the only thing you're going to get uh, an advantage of because mm-hmm. I have to have Outlook locked with, with uh, Face ID because of work. Uh, that's not going to work. Um, yeah, all the authenticators use the Face ID. Uh, the authenticators, yeah. So, yeah. So it really is just adding one of the most beneficial features is opening up the uh, the phone uh, without having to get into the phone, and that's the most uh, most valuable of, of it all. Doing that, so and and it is valuable. And I'm I'm guessing if I had to guess, Apple is going to try to push this out as quick as possible. Um, yeah, I'm thinking this beta cycle is not going to last that long because. The words out, like I, I saw this on a news story too. That oh, it's all about. it's all mainstream media is picking yeah. up the story. So yeah. the news is out, and Apple knows that people want this, and and um, they're not gonna. This is not like one of those features that like, uh, you know, what was what was in, in the iOS eleven where we were waiting for something with the camera. Remember with the uh, yeah, there was a feature with the camera that we will like, couldn't wait till till it happened and then it finally happened. But it, like that was a it, it wasn't something like that. This is this is major and, and oh, this this, this is, is big game changer. It's just with the environment today, this is what people have been asking for. So yeah, and um, and, and while we're talking about the Apple Watch, and you went ahead ahead and got the Series uh, Six, which is the most current. Um, I wanted to kind of talk a little bit about, you know, there's three model watches out there right now. There's the Series 6, which you got, and as well as one I have. Oh, by the way, did you get the one with the cellular or without? I got it without, without the cellular. I, uh, I never yeah. use it. Yeah. But it's, um, but I got the same exact color. And, but I, you know, I got a nice, the, the green sports loop. Um, oh, okay. Well, uh, you got one, another band, so. <laughs> I got another band, yeah. that's so. But I kind of always wanted to uh, try it. It's pretty nice. It's uh, yeah, it's good. Yeah, well. So, um, 
but I highly recommend the six. I think it's, and then I'll talk about this because you, so you basically have three models that are out there right now. You have the, the series six, you have the watch, the, the SE model, which was the little lower end. And they're still selling the watch, uh, uh, series three, surprisingly enough, the series four, of course, went away. So, um, and, uh, you can you can kind of understand why that 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 the Apple Watch is dominating the sales because of of, of its economics and some of the features that people may not uh, uh, may not like it. Though. One of the shortcomings with the Series Three, of course, is still going to be battery life because it, it it's still it, the battery doesn't last anywhere near as long as the Series Six does uh, when it comes to that. Uh, Trade offs with the, the uh, uh, with the, the Series Six, other than the fact that it's affordable um, and uh, doesn't have uh, it doesn't have all the fitness stuff. It doesn't have the heart monitoring, you know, a lot of the other stuff. There's no LTE in the series 33. If you want to have the, 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 the watch built into it now versus the SE where it, it, it does have a, a good balance of the price and the features uh, and costs a little more than the series three, but you have uh, you have a little faster chip, uh, bigger, brighter screen, uh, louder speaker, fall detection, uh, but it's uh, in. It does have an LTE version of that, uh, but it doesn't have any of the health features. So if you're really into doing all the health stuff with the Apple Watch, um, the SE is not going to be the one you want to go with. So then there, that brings us up into the to the the, the Series Six, which starts at three ninety nine, and uh, uh, and it works really well. Now it's got the always on feature um, on on the uh, the Apple Watch, which um, Take it or leave it. You know, you. Um, I don't know. What, you, this this is new for you too, right? Because you have the you had the five, so now the six has always on. No, the five. The um, five had always on too. Oh, that's right. The five did have it. Yeah. Um. Um. So, so that's going to give you a little bit of uh, differences as far as that goes. It's got the built-in ECG app on your wrist, so you can you can uh, check in the electrical cardiogram uh, for for heart monitoring. And of course, that's not that's not not the. Uh, the de facto for what doctors say, but this at least gives you a guidance of it. So, it's got blood uh, but oxygen. they still say that, yeah, the, then the blood oxygen level two is the other yeah. one. Yep. Um, and then, which um, I don't understand at all. It tells me I'm okay, but I guess, I don't, yeah, I guess it's good. I think I just did it. I thought, I thought something came up, but I, I, I noticed I have met didn't uh, check it. Oh yeah. I was at 97%. So I don't know why it was, it was popping up here earlier. Um, and, um, uh, so, so that's really the big differences. So you're looking as far as pricing goes, the series three at its low end, I think I've seen it for 169. If you want to just get into the Apple watch, that's not a bad watch to, to dive into. Um, and, uh, it does have slightly smaller face, the three, it's got the 38 and the 42, whereas the, the SE and the six have the 40 and 44. I don't think there's any subtle differences. The bands are all the same. So, um, but the material is just, uh, for the SE and the series three, it's all aluminum. I stay with aluminum too, because stainless steel and titanium is more money. So, um, uh, and, uh, again, series six is the only one that has, uh, always on, uh, no, and five, uh, five does too, five and six. Well, they don't sell the five anymore. I'm looking at the three oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. No. current, but yeah, the five did have it. Yep. Yeah. Um, and you know, a lot of other features, of course, uh, storage, uh, the series three only has eight gigs, whereas the SE and the six going to have 32 gigs. If you're one that like to, to bring like music and stuff with you uh, without having your iPhone, um, it comes into place. So, uh, but it's, uh, you know, I just wanted to give that, give that little review of, uh, of the Apple watch and what, um, what, uh, what would be the best for what your needs are. So but you went with the six, so I'm sure you're happy. And then now your son has the five, right? Yeah. So we're both happy. I mean, um, 
the performance is definitely faster on a six than it was on a five, um, but not by a lot. Uh, but you notice it; it's snappier. You got the six too, didn't you? I did. Yeah, I have the yeah. six. Yeah, and you had the five like I did. So I mean, you, I had uh, the four. I went from the four right. to the six. Okay. Yeah. I went to the, the five to the six, and and even then, it, it's still a little bit snappier. It's you know everything's kind of instant when you push it, whereas the previous one was a slight delay, but. Um, yeah. You know, not by much. Um, and yeah, just like you, I, I always get the, uh, I, when they first came, I've had every series, like probably almost like you have, but except for other than the five, that's the only one I haven't had. Yeah, I, I had them all. And when I first started, I got the, the just stainless steel ones and. I realize yeah. it's nice. It's, it's what? nice. You didn't get the gold series zero. <laughs> <laughs> no, I wanted it. I wanted actually 17,000. Yeah. The ceramic <laughs> one is what I really wanted, but I, I never got it. That white ceramic. Um, but yeah, I never, uh, I stopped doing it. So you, cause the resale value didn't yeah. change that much. Cause once the technology is, you know, out of date, then it didn't matter what the material was. So. Um, but, yeah. If I remember that correctly, the trade-in for the Series Four, I think I got almost two hundred dollars for it, so which wasn't bad, that, uh, considering. It, I got a well, you, and you did that a while ago, so we got. It was a while ago, yeah. It was it last a, year? Yeah. We got one hundred sixty now for um, still for Series Four, not, which not is bad, not bad. But, but again, I, I might keep it, so we'll see how it goes. It might give you a good extra beta device, especially the four isn't available anymore, so. Right, and uh, and it runs all and it runs all the versions of uh, WatchOS as of now. So um, let's go on. Uh, our other topic I wanted to bring up this week is the Apple One Bundle. I haven't heard too many people talk about it as of late. It's been four months since uh, Apple released it, October of 2020. Um, and we still wondered, I still asked that same question, is the, is the, the bundle still worth it? Um, and uh, we want, really want to talk through what the value of it, of it is and is, 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 has it uh, become a value. Now, one of the things that Apple did with Apple TV Plus subscribers, um, and I'm wondering, I haven't didn't see a credit last month. I'm open to see it next month. Uh, is they are going to continue to give credits for credit refunds for those who were starting to pay for Apple TV Plus until at least June of 2021. Uh, there's a story linked from uh, Apple Insider uh, talking about this. January, January 15th, um, Apple increased the length of time in its one-year free trial of Apple TV with a sex, second extension to run from February. So I guess that's why we didn't see a credit because it was January and we just got billed for uh, until July. Uh, to, uh, so this change allows anybody who started the free trial from uh, November 2019, which I did when we got the new iPhone, um, and June 2020 to receive up to extra five months of service. So looks like we are, and you and I are both because we're on the Premier Plan. We're are going to get um, uh, we're going to get uh, um, credit for Apple TV Plus for a few months, which is not a bad deal. Huh? You can't complain. What do you think? Well, um, I mean, I I. Don't think I'm getting credit. I don't think I'm, I don't know. It it changed so much that I don't even know if I'm getting credit or not. I know I got the free trial of Apple TV. Yeah. I don't, I've never paid for Apple TV separately. That is, is what I know. So right. I've never actually paid for the service of Apple TV. Nor did I. I either yeah. got it for free or or it's part of my bundle now. So one or the other. Right. But, but uh, go ahead. They, they they did say that that it's going to be for those who are in the bundle. You're going to get credit for that too. All right. So, so um, we'll get a bit, a little bit of a credit from what I read. Yeah, that'd be, that'd be nice. Um, yeah. But yeah, I'm glad it's, you know, I, I think I would keep it. Um, if it wasn't in a bundle, 
I was still subscribed to the Apple TV at this point. My wife liked the uh, like the movie we just watched. I like I said the Justin Timberlake thing. She's mm-hmm. excited. She's excited for uh, the Mankind show to come back. So am I. She's yep. excited for it. That's a uh, next month, I think. Um, it's coming. Um, so you know, all this you know, there's a few shows we watched at, uh, in in the first season that she liked. So it's a keeper. Yep. Absolutely. And I've been happy with the premiere plan. I mean, um, let, let's uh, let's go back and just kind of review uh, the, the 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 three plans that were avail- that are still available. Um, you have the individual, the family, and the premiere. Uh, the individual was fourteen ninety five a month. You save six dollars over these four services, which includes Apple Music, Apple TV Plus, Arcade, and iCloud. Fifty gigabytes. Um, not a game changer uh, if you if you aren't into having some of those other services um, for six dollars. There isn't going to be much of a difference. Uh, there, uh, especially only getting 50 gigs for an individual for an individual, I guess that's, that's a fair amount. Um, but it really depends what your needs are. Then if you move up to the family plan, you get at 1995 a month, you save $8 over the, the same four services, but increase your, increases your iCloud to 200 gigs. But now this gives you a family plan. You can share it with up to five other people, um, beside yourself. Uh, and, um, uh, that covers music, TV plus arcade and iCloud 200 gigs. But then you move over to the premier plan with you and I both have, um, that's twenty nine ninety five a month. And you add all those up. That's $25 difference in price, um, from Apple, Apple music, Apple TV plus arcade, Apple car arcade. And then, but you get two terabytes of iCloud storage, but then you also get news plus and you get fitness plus, which we'll talk about fitness plus in just a sec. Um, but, I find that's a pretty gosh darn good value. I mean, I haven't really played a lot of arcade. Have you done a lot of done anything with arcade lately? Games? Yeah, and I try. I do try. I go in there and yeah. I, I pick a game I that I think I might want, and and I try it, and I'm like, all right, it was all right, but I don't. I usually delete it right off the phone. They're large. They're very <laughs> large. Uh, the games the, yeah. in size, and you know, they're not. They're, you have to dedicate some time to most of them. Not kind of like games where you just you know don't have to, you know, dedicate that much time in your life to that you could just kind of play here and there. So, um, yeah, and I'm, I'm not really a gamer. I got a, I got an Oculus quest too. And All right. everybody's, you know, loves the games on there. And I'm, I'm just here like looking at Google earth and playing <laughs> poker on it. And, uh, you know, <laughs> most of it's like couch, you know, sitting stuff. So I just like kind of like time wasting kind of games. So it's not really for me. Yeah. So, but it's part of the bundle and all the other value of News Plus is, again, as you said uh, um, before, your wife is very heavy using the News Plus. So you, but do you, do you find value in it? I know she does, of course. Yeah, yeah, I do. Yeah. Uh, I do keep, too. We keep the News Plus. I mean, we, we're we using everything except for the arcade and the fitness at, at this point. And even... Yeah. Even if you priced it all out separately without those two, it's still a better value. So it's still, uh, it's still yeah. better value, right? And, and I've said this before too, and with the wife, and uh, probably a lot of people, seeing one charge on your bill um, for a bunch of things compared <laughs> to seeing a bunch of charges, even if the bunch of charges is less than that one charge, sends a red flag to people. Like, why we're paying for this? We're paying this, for this. We're paying this, for this. We're this. Paying, why are we paying for all these things? Whereas you just see Apple bundle, she's like, all right, well, there's something in there that we need, I guess. So it, it's it's a psychological thing uh, as well. Oh, oh, for sure. Mm. Oh, for sure. 
Uh, so it definitely, uh, it, so I, I still think after all at these many months later, I think it's still a good value. Um, you know, it, it's obviously entirely up to your decision. Uh, but uh, we both, uh, high recommend, I think the premier, the premier plan is the best value. Um, the, uh, the iCloud, the iCloud storage is probably to me, the best part of it. Just getting yeah, the, the, uh, the two uh, terabytes. Yeah. And, um, Speaking of the iCloud, I, I, I actually wanted to, uh, I just had a family sharing uh, uh, experience uh, yesterday. I'm, I was over t- talking to my mother-in-law and she had, she had um, her iPad and her iPhone both were saying that uh, she's out of, uh, it's her, her devices hadn't backed up since uh, last year. I'm like, huh, okay. Cause you know, she's the type that doesn't do much. You know, she's using her iPad to play games and minimal stuff. Same thing with her iPhone. Um, but, uh, does, does gosh darn, uh, good using both those devices for her age. She has an Apple watch as well. So, um, so, um, I went ahead and I said, you know, let me go ahead and I'll just add you to the family sharing. So I still had, um, I still had some spots left cause I, you get a five other uh, spots. And so sure enough, I went in and just, um, I went into the family sharing under the settings and I said, I want to invite somebody. So I, 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 I invited her and, and I picked her up where her phone was nearby and, and I texted to her and it sent the invite. She pressed it. I, I pressed it. And, and, and sure enough, within a matter of seconds, uh, she was in my family. So she has access to everything. She probably won't use everything, but the primary reason I did it was because of the iCloud space. But then I got two terabytes that, uh, that's uh, definitely going to make a, a difference. So. Uh, the family sharing does seem to work out pretty well. I still wish I, I you know, I'm back in the old school days of uh, having two uh, Apple IDs, one for purchases and one for that I had at the time was using just for uh, uh, for iCloud storage. But the Apple will never allow you to merge them. I don't think that'll ever happen. <laughs> you know, yeah. don't you think it, it's just, oh, it's a, uh, it's a shame. I, I, one day I'll tell you the story of my um, Apple I, uh, Apple I account I had in uh, London. Uh, because it was two different countries. Oh, right. That I, that's still open, and I can't. There's no way to close it because they show I have uh, a credit on there, but you can't. I have a credit on there, but I don't have a bank account linked to it anymore because I don't have that bank account because right. I'm not there anymore. They can, they can't close it out. I'm like, you got to close the thing out. They're like, we can't figure it out. An advisor was actually supposed to call me back and never did. So I have an, <laughs> so I have two accounts and one I can't even close because I have a credit. <laughs> There's oh there's there's so money in there, yeah, like there's like nineteen pounds in there. So uh, I don't oh, know what okay. to do with it. Yeah, there's bad. I mean at least it's not a huge amount, but no, still. it's just annoying to have another Apple ID out there. You know. Yeah, absolutely. So yeah, that's a whole other topic with the uh, with the uh, Apple IDs. They can they can tend to be a headache at times. So, um, but uh, great story and uh, and and it's it's uh, it's a it's a great option as far as. Uh, uh, a family sharing, a family sharing does come into hand come in handy. Uh, if you want to share a couple of your slots, if you don't, if you have them open and if you want to share with one of your loved ones, you can, and it works out really well. So, um, let's, uh, I have a couple, a uh, couple, uh, tips here. I wanted to talk about, uh, uh, taking a screenshot, uh, from of a website, uh, and saving it as a PDF. Have you done this before? No, I have not. You've never done this before. Okay. I've taken um, screenshots, uh, and, and, you know, just copied and pasted into things, but I never had to uh, do that. No. 
So uh, the way to do this is, you, you know, how normally how you take a screenshot, you push the the, the power button on the side and the, and the volume up button, and then you get a screenshot. Then it gives you a preview. You go to it. Now at the very top, and I'll, have, I'll have some screenshots here in the in the, uh, in the in the show notes. It has two choices: the screen or a full page. So if you tap full page, what it's going to do is it it'll actually do a full full page of that particular website. Um, and then what you do is uh, you tap done. And then it's going to have one other option there for you. Save as save PDF to files. So if I tap save PDF to files, it's going to prompt you where do you want to put it in iCloud, and uh, and there there it is. Voila! It's a PDF that's stored, and you can name it whatever you want in files, and uh, it does have uh, that option uh, available, uh, which is uh, is pretty cool. Um, so you might have that option that you want to have a, a screenshot of that particular um, web web page to, to go back and refer to it. In a PDF, so it's yeah. one good tip. Yep. And then uh, other, go ahead. No, it's a good one. I, mean, I, I like the other it. tip. Yeah, no, yeah, I, I really, I really think it comes in really handy uh, using that. So, and then the other one is, um, if you go to a website, sometimes you might get into a situation where you need to request a desktop version um, uh, of a uh, uh, or a, uh, of a website. So you can do that because if you go to you go to some uh, some websites and, and you know it's got the mobile version and sometimes the mobile version is a little more limited than you than you really want it to be. Um, uh, airline sites are probably very common like that because maybe you maybe you needed to go in there and do that later. Um, so I went to Southwest Airlines is probably one, one one of them there and it's it's a mobile version. So if you go up at this is in Safari if you go up to the where the URL is and there's there's an icon that shows two A's tap it gives you an option there that says request desktop website. And what it does is it'll translate the site over. Now, of course, you got to zoom to pinch to, to be able to see it. Um, uh, but uh, it does have um, the option uh, to now be a full out um, desktop version of that. Have you used that for any websites? I have, yeah, definitely. I think, um, can't remember offhand, but there's definitely a few that just weren't working on the mobile version. So I'm like, what am I going to do? And, I, and it came to me. I said, yeah, let's try it. And it works. So yeah, if, you, if you come across a site that doesn't, is just not acting right, it's definitely worth a try. Absolutely. So two quick tips there this week. And then uh, lastly, I have a, I have an app and actually a service I wanted to talk about really quick. Um, Discovery. Uh, you're familiar with Discovery. Discovery has a new service called Discovery Plus, um, and uh, they have an app that's uh, available on all over. Um, it doesn't integrate really well with your cable provider, so uh, so I think Discovery. This is one of the first services I've seen that have, unlike like HBO Max and uh, others that, that integrate with your subscription. Well, this is a separate standalone service um, um, that's out there, and uh, Discovery Plus has a has a has an app that uh, is is actually very robust, and and they also have a lot of great um, uh, they have a lot of great um, uh, original content that's available, um, including I, I watched a, a great movie. From uh, Guy Fieri, it was a uh, it was a documentary about you know the, the restaurant uh, industry and uh, how how he was able to raise twenty four million dollars uh, for restaurant workers, which I thought was pretty pretty, pretty amazing thing. And then a lot of the documentaries like the Jean Benjamin Ramsey story, yeah, that's that 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 um, that uh, um, uh, movie was called Restaurant Hustle twenty twenty, and they interviewed uh, they they had they were following the four different restaurant tours across the, around the country. Um, so they got a lot of great um, 
uh, original content. In fact, you can watch the Puppy Bowl today as we're recording this. <laughs> I know that's exciting. People want to watch hey, that do. instead of the Super Bowl. <laughs> we do watch that sometimes. So. Yeah. So yeah. I think that's going to be on. Uh, actually, it's on as we're recording this, as, as, as I read this. So uh, so you have to go watch that now. Uh, so Discovery Plus, uh, they have a seven-day free trial. You can check it out. And then they have um, two sub- subscription tiers. It's uh, four ninety nine for with commercials and then six ninety nine without commercials. So we're going to try it out for a while. There's My wife is really liking a lot of the contents, I thought, and I knew she would enjoy it. So uh, another way of watching it. But like I said, it's hard to integrate uh, to some of the devices we're using in the Apple TV. And, you know, some people are challenged using the Apple TV. So um, def- def- definitely uh, an interesting way to, to do it. So. All right. I think we've uh, wrapped up everything we can do in this. Unless you guys, anything else you wanted to bring up that today? Nope. I'm good. All right. Let's go ahead and wrap things up for this week. Uh, that's a wrap for this week. Please send your comments, questions, and suggestions to our email address, feedback at intouchwithios.com. You can follow us on Twitter at InTouchWithIOS. You can subscribe in our, your favorite podcatcher, including Apple Podcasts and many others, but better yet, go to our website at InTouchWithIOS.com, where all the links to all the ways listed to us are there. I am Dave Ginsberg, and you can find me on Twitter at DaveG65. Warren, thanks for being here. Thanks for coming on uh, uh, and adjusting to the schedule and uh, anything going on in Mac to the future this week. Uh, no, not, not too much. Uh, talking about some of the, the card news, obviously, uh, that's big out there. Um, yep. Talking about um, the, uh, the M1 uh, Max, uh, the article that came out about the M1 Max versus uh, uh, Chip versus Intel and Intel uh, unfairly compared it to uh, uh, yep. it's uh, the Mac chip um, and you know just nice conversations uh, this yep. week go out there we've got a link in our show notes uh, under uh, uh, Warren's uh, uh, Warren's bio and uh, join us it's a it's a it, it or we open it up we got over 3,000 members plus and uh, we, well, we have a lot of fun talking about Apple and Mac and all that other fun stuff so Thanks for being here. And uh, I want to thank everybody here for listening. I really appreciate it. And we appreciate it. And uh, we'll talk to you again soon.